The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Well, from switching electricity and electricity providers and trying to save money and all of that, what about switching off entirely as the holidays hover? Many of us will be looking to take some well-deserved time off over the next few weeks, but how do we make the most of it? Have you ever found yourself taking a week off and only starting to relax when your break is nearly over? How important is it for our brains to totally switch off and what's the best way of going about that? Well, Emeritus Professor of Psychology at Trinity College and author of How Confidence Works, Ian Robertson, is with us in studio to guide us through it all. Ian, you're very welcome. Um, Why is it so important for our brains to switch off successfully? Morning, Richard. Well, I think the best answer to that is to imagine what it's like when you don't sleep or if you have bad sleep. It really messes up your mental functions, your emotional functions. So sleep is a kind of big uh, switch off that our brains need in order to do lots of stuff including consolidate memories, sort out our immune system. Uh, but we, we, also need, we also need little sleeps um, or little rests. Our brain needs little rests during the day. If we're always on, if we're always on, if we're, if we're on billable hours, for instance, we're always, uh, our brain never uh, really gets a chance to, to do in a small form what it does with sleep. And going on holidays should be the ideal opportunity to do that, but it doesn't always work out that way. Well, that's right. And, you know, the, the problem is, if you're, we've got networks in the brain and the outside surfaces of the brain in the front that are to do with delivering all these goals, booking that NCT, dealing with that boss, <laughs> or handling that negotiation, delivering that report, phoning that customer, that, that, focuses on the outside world and these are the goals that that you know drive a lot of people a lot of the of, of the time if you're never in the habit really of switching out of them to allow other circuits deeper in the brain to work called the the, the kind of daydreaming circuits the ones you, you that should be active when you're on the beach or in the you know the countryside if they're never given a chance to, if you've never really allowed them to be exercised because you're always on and maybe you're not sleeping well as well, when you're lying on the beach, what are you, you're not going to be allowing yourself to daydream, to reflect on things, to, 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 to think ideas you might not have thought. Otherwise, you're, these, these other circuits in the outside of your brain are going to be running through the goals, the things you didn't do, the things you have to do at the end. So we have to train our brains before the holidays. I, I, when you talk about the holidays, it reminds me of a guy who wrote a book we interviewed on the show a few years ago where he talked about how and how heavily invested, not just financially, we are in the holiday going well. Yeah. And how when it doesn't go well, you know, I'll never forget he described, you end up with people crying into their Egyptian cotton sheets, you know, <laughs> while on the Mediterranean because of the distress that the holiday didn't work out. What can we do to try and enable us to switch off a bit better when we are off, when, when we're no longer working, whether away, away on holidays or just at home or whatever? Well, <clears throat> okay, supposing you really have been in such a pressured job or you've, you've pressured yourself or you're, you know, whatever the system is you work in has pressured you. There's a few kind of emergency things you can do. Um, one is you, you you can try and plan activities that by necessity occupy your attention and take it away from 
from from the things you would normally be ruminating about, you know, all the stuff you have to do when you go back to work. So an active, a bit of activity in your holiday, you know, learn to windsurf or, or you know, learn bridge or, or, or take up kayaking or, or do, do something that's going to take your mind off, the, that's going to absorb you, you know. So that's the kind of while you're on holiday. Um, the other thing is, you know, don't don't use alcohol too much to do that because that's, that's what some people learn to use to switch off to switch on the daydreaming circuits. And it's, it's not a particularly healthy thing to do. It's fine in moderation, but if you, if you start to rely on it to get you out of this hamster wheel of stuff, then it, it really it, it can get problematic. Um, the other thing is physical exercise. That's a great kind of reset button for the brain. Just get some... Don't, don't lie on the beach the whole time. Go, go work out. Do, have a fast swim or, or do something just to, to shake your brain into a different uh, frame of mind um, uh, so, so but really the work if you really want to enjoy your holiday if you want to switch off faster than you normally would it, it starts in the office or, or the, the, the workshop or start whatever. before you go start before you go but there is this thing people will, will often talk about a two week holiday and they'll say it takes the first week that's right to sort of mentally detox and to switch off. And then the second week is, is really when you begin to feel relaxed. That's been my experience in the past when I really was immersed in the full kind of hurly-burly of, of you know, a major job, um, which I'm less so now. But um, I, I remember a colleague of mine, he was a, a neurosurgeon, in fact, I remember his wife telling me how they, they went on holiday to a beautiful cottage up in the highlands of Scotland and um, <laughs> with children and it was lovely. And uh, he uh, just was like a bear pacing. Uh, I ended up engineering a, a, a damage to the undercarriage of his car on the rough road and had to go back to work. And it was just he was addicted he was really addicted to the whole, the and buzz of work. That idea of being addicted, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's one thing for people to be, let's say, workaholics. Yeah. And they're in very demanding jobs yeah. that require a lot of mental attention and thinking about things maybe even when they're at home. But there, there is a sense in which this can form a pattern like, like a well-worn path. Yeah. That yeah. we don't, there's a part of us doesn't want to get off. No. Well, it's it's. It, it, I think addiction's not a bad uh, metaphor for, or really, that's in extreme workaholism. It is an addiction. But all of us, many of us, in challenging jobs like you have, Richard, many of us have a bit of workaholism in us. And of course, the more you're workaholic, the more you, if you if you decide to retire, that's that can be catastrophic for people who have become uh, workaholic like that. So the, the, yeah, the, your brain gets gets into patterns. You know, there's a famous uh, finding you know, from 1949 that says brain cells that fire together wire together. So the more a set of brain cells work together, the more the connections between them get strengthened. So that's like building motorways in the brain. <laughs> and, you know, you get traffic in motorways and that drives us. I'm very, I'm very attracted to the idea of switching off, Ian, but I can't help but think that the model holiday is no booze, beach workouts and try and learn something new. <laughs> I'm not totally convinced no, you're selling it to me. I here. wish I could walk the walk, I actually don't. So I had plenty, plenty of nice cocktails on holiday myself. Ian Robertson, uh, Emeritus Professor of Psychology at Trinity College Dublin. Thank you very much for joining us on the programme.